style mix or mixology is similar to a customized drink as it is a conduit for the art of inventing, preparing, and presenting amazing accessible style. The style mix advocates for inclusive fashion in the real world, as well as in the fashion industry. It keeps people in the know on adaptable styling methods through both the interviews and image consultations to help share the future of inclusive fashion. And now, a word from our sponsor. Looking for a fast and easy way to raise money for your favorite charity? Then use FlipGev, a free and modern team fundraising app that makes cash in no time. It works for you as you shop your favorite brands such as Nike, Amazon, and Indigo. And as a reward, those stores donate a percentage to your team's organization every time you shop through the app. Who wouldn't want to get paid to shop? It's a win-win. Thanks, and back to the show. Hi, and welcome to The Style Mix. I was wondering if you could just start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and the Fashion Forward program at CNIB. Well, thanks for having me, Joanna. Again, my name is Kia Osborne, and I work for CNIB. I've been there for four years. Actually, November 30th was my anniversary, so very happy about that. So I am a team lead for program development and program lead for youth empowerment. And uh, one of the programs that was I first started at CNIB was the Fashion Forward program. And I wanted to create something that wasn't necessarily tr- well, traditionally offered and uh, catered to the sight loss community. So within the Fashion Forward program, we have, you know, we have styling sessions, um, for example, you know, you know uh, basics on how to build a capsule wardrobe, uh, talking about textiles for the season. We talk about fashion trends per season, uh, accessories. Uh, we've even uh, tapped into some diversity and inclusion, uh, talking about different uh, fashions from different ethno-cultural backgrounds, and as well uh, with career career prep in building a career wardrobe. So these are some of the aspects we focused on nice nice that's great and how did you first come up with this amazing program like what inspired you to get involved in this way well my inspiration is that um well I formerly years ago (laughs) decades I should say I pursued fashion I've always had a love for fashion I myself just to give you a uh, some background I am a person with sight loss I have retinopathy of prematurity so born premature and the oxygen, my lungs collapse in, in the resuscitation process, uh, administering oxygen damaged my retina. So I have no light perception in my left and I'm a low partial uh, in my right eye. So I do have usable vision. So again, really having an appreciation for color, uh, texture again, texture is very tactile. But I always loved this cre- the creative license for fashion that you could use your clothing to really exude uh, a different persona or enhance your cultural background, uh, exude confidence. Just it's it's such a enhancer of mood and self-expression and just even looking at how things are designed, how fashion excuse me, how fashion is used to, they extract um, 
influences from culture, from history, uh, that and also even from world events, fashion is always, it, it, it influences all facets of life. And that's what I, I really love about it. Nice. I like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Can you walk us through what a night at your workshop might look like? For instance, can you give us an inside look at your upcoming dressing for the occasion workshop? So that's actually still in those planning stages. So I don't want to divulge too much. It might spoil the surprise, but um, I, I can give you a little bit. So again, we are really trying to, you know, in line of our current situation uh, with COVID being so prevalent and self-isolation and, you know, having social distancing happening, we really want to bring really enforce and bring the joy of fashion that yes even though you're in your your soft sweats your your you know if it, you know it's hot right now to coordinate but why not bring in some some silks with your joggers why not bring in some sequins and uh faux leather so we're going to talk about how you can dress up even though you're home dress up look fabulous while you're lounging. So we're gonna have some fashion tips and tricks, uh, bring in, of course, the, the high styles, like the top, let's say, we'll talk about maybe the top five items that the must haves for holiday dressing and how you can incorporate that into your lounge looks. Very nice. Yeah, we'll talk about those tips later, those style yeah. hacks. What are some of the past themes that have been popular? So when we first started, uh, we've had, I'll, I'll just run down, so it's, it's equivalent. Uh, so from the fashion coordination side, we've talked about how to build a capsule wardrobe, what are the key pieces you need from, you know, to build on your basics and then bring in how to uh, bring in, incorporate trends. So you're bringing in classic style with trends, current trends that are fashionable for the season. We've talked about textiles, which to what textiles are uh, on trend for the season as well. We've done, we did a little bit of a color session. So what colors um, for that suit your particular skin tone and also to your body, we did some body typing. So again, knowing what your body type is, which, you know, incorporating your measurements, having an understanding because that will also assist you in building your wardrobe because once you know your measurements, your body, you can, uh, quickly um, inform, let's say if you're working with a salesperson or a stylist, you can give them, them that information so they know they best know how to tailor a garment to, to suit you. Um, so we've done things like that. We've also had accessible makeup where we've um, collaborated with um, makeup artists. Um, one of my makeup artists used to work for shoppers. Now he's uh, freelance and also with the makeup artist from Sephora. So we've talked about um, Makeup 101, you know, first your skincare, what's the basic skincare you need for your skin typing. And uh, we were really fortunate that he brought a plethora of products. So they were able to sample and try. And then we delved into makeup. So building how to build your makeup from starting off with your foundation and your correction and your powders from blush, eyeliner, lipstick. Uh, we spent a lot of time on eyeshadow because that's quite extensive. Uh, what are the tools you need and also how to place your hand? Because again, our participants have a variance in sight. Some have complete sight loss where they see complete darkness. Some have some, or, or that could be just light perception. And some can actually, like myself, I can see 
um, you know, the formation of someone's face, if I have to look closely. So using a magnifier, I'm able to do that. But how would you um, apply your eyeshadow? How do you place your hand to apply your eyeshadow, your um, eyeliner, your blush? So all of those things we, we teach and we continue to teach. That's amazing. That's really amazing. So those are things that you wouldn't really necessarily think about, but it's in the details. Exactly, yes. And how did you yourself start working in fashion and styling? Did you do that before CNIB or was this something you specifically started at CNIB? Um, so my, again, my love of, fa- I've always had a love of fashion. Um, I must say um, I grew up with, you know, my, my style icons were, of course, my mother, very fashionable and my, my aunt, very, they were my fashion influencers. Uh, but when it came to fashion, I did go to school. I have formal training, so I studied fashion marketing. So I'm originally from Montreal. So I did fashion marketing at the, I guess it, um, they would call it the associates level because I did attend FIT, which is a Fashion Institute of Technology in the States. So I did my upper level. So that culminates for four years. Let's say if you were to go to Ryerson, you, you would do fashion for four years. I basically did two years in Montreal and my and my rest of my degree to complete my degree in New York City so again I graduated in fashion marketing so I was on the marketing side but again we had uh, opportunities to really you know to talk to other designers um I really I was interested in I love shoes so I did a class on marketing for shoe designers so I was able to collaborate and how to make and shoe design so I did that uh so and I did another course in um uh, that's outside of my degree. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, we did it in um, um, merchandising. That, so that was another, you know, merchandising for stores and another, I guess, for merchandising store windows and events. So that's something else I was able to learn. So it, it was a great experience. I mean, the marketing was the foundation, but you really had a chance to collaborate with, again, people who are in design, people who are in communications, uh, you know, for um, merchandising and design. So it was a, a, a great learning ground. It sounds like a great course. Oh, it, yeah, both yeah, it's, it was a dream. So for me to actually, and I was the only person with sight loss. So I have to say that the school, when it came to I'm trying to understand my needs as a person with sight loss and, and providing accommodations because again they weren't that wasn't their world because again fashion is traditionally viewed or deemed as very uh, visual so having me I, w- I was a bit of an anomaly of sorts which I hope that I wasn't I may have been the first but not the last because again every with through technology pe- people with sight loss are able to work in fashion and design and they are uh persons from the disability community who are designers so it's 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 coming it's the things are ch- things are changing yeah definitely that's why we have this podcast right exactly getting just keeping the word going yeah yeah um so here we're going to get into those uh, style hacks you were talking about what about what advice would you give to someone some of our blind listeners who want help with fashion coordination, styling, or even the makeup application. So again, 
come to fashion forward you'll learn it shameless plug with a if again if you're interested in fashion again i even through the workshops um you're having your core having people that you trust so for for example i mean i use myself as an example i mean i was blessed with my mother and my aunt growing up um in montreal uh, they were very forward thinking in their fashion and creative so i i had them as a, a stepping stone uh but again i was i looked to you know other people like street fashion, but these are, I mean, these are very visual cues, but having people you trust to help you, especially when it's coming to, you know, knowing your measurements and your body type, um, helping you with your complexion, because again, even with makeup, you have to know what undertone you are, if you're warm, you're cold. Person would cite nothing wrong with tapping on some friends for help or someone you trust. Uh, again, using your technology, I use my phone, my magnifier on my phone. I use, um, I've used Ira. If I need to merchandise something, let's say I don't have a sighted friend I can call or I can't, you know, I know now <laughs> we're in the age of Zoom and Microsoft Teams, which are visual platforms. But if I can't tap on somebody, I'll use Ira. So they, that's an, uh, an app that there is a, a volunteer who's trained on des uh, describing everything. So if I just to make sure if I'm, if I have an interview or, or I'd say a presentation is, you know, is everything matching is, you know, any stains, everything's, you know, smooth using your technology. Again, if you're out, you know, even when you're advocating for yourself in stores and knowing what you want, um, again, using it, depending on the type of site you have or your, your, your capabilities when it comes to site loss, um, you know, a lot of my participants, they've said, hey, I've used pictures where I, I'm a proponent. If you see something you like or you're able to have a bit of sight where you can you can figure out what you want, like, you know, for men, the type of suit jacket you want or someone can describe it to you. You take certain pictures or have someone help you take pictures or use your adaptive technology to help with getting pictures and descriptions when you're out shopping and you, you know, again, you have to find that salesperson you have a reference point. So this is what I'm looking for. This is what my body type is. Again, get those measurements because it's, it's so important to know what your measurements are, especially when it comes to fashion, as you well know. Getting those basic pointers and also too, what colors that you like. If what, you know, tap into your wardrobe, if you see like, you know, I'm more of a neutral person. Again, ex express that to the salesperson or whoever you're working with, or even tap into uh, guest services. Uh, when we're back on, back into the real world, I should say, tap into guest services at a Yorkdale or uh, Eaton Center or where, wherever you're, wherever you live, because the mall has these personal shopping um, uh, services where they can come and help you shop. They can be your eyes. Like, why not? It's there. Use things to your, to your advantage. Yeah, that's a great point. I never would have thought of that going to guest services. Yeah. Yep. Have you used those at all yourself? Yes, I have. And also to um, even some stores, they may have, if they have a customer service counter, I go straight to them and um, I ask them or even what you can do excuse me, like a high volume store, like, you know, if you're brave enough to go into Zara or the high volume stores and, and they have a security person and 
um, the security person is usually at the front, either to the, uh, if you're walking in to your right or to your left. Most of the time I find they're on the right side of the store. So approach them and tell them I need to, I need, I'd like to speak to a sales associate and they can find the person for you. And at that point you can, again, specify what your needs are and they can help be your eyes to do the shopping. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I'd love to hear more about your, your story and the great experiences you've had with, with the Fashion Forward program. Um, can you go more into that? Just tell me a little bit about the positive impact this has had in people's lives. Oh, wow. It's, um, you know what, it's really nice to see uh, the confidence building that fashion brings because again, they're seeing someone with sight loss that's able to do it um, and being, I love that I can be a mentor for, I mean, I do youth programming, so I can be a mentor to a young person where, you know what, if you're interested in doing fashion, whatever your needs are, we'll find a way, even if I don't know how to do it. I mean, again, there's, I work with such great people at CNIB who, you know, they may not be into fashion, but they have that life experience. I can tap on, tap on one of my colleagues, you know, really get some insight. Um, also too, we work with independent living skills specialists. So I, tap into them as well because they have a medium for makeup. I mean, I have an independent living skills specialist who taught me a few tricks. So having that life experience, I can again, impart that information onto them. So I've seen where one of my participants, she, I mean, she's very creative, which I, I found out because of the program, she loves music. She loves art. She loves fashion. So she was able, like she went on, after doing the fashion forward makeup session, she went on to, um, she wanted to go to the beauty bar at Sephora to get more, to, to you know, to really get more um, advanced uh, teachings. And she's had like parties where she's invited her friends to go to, a, to have their makeup done. She started to experiment on her own. She's even, whenever she attends a makeup session, she's giving tips now. So she's now, being the teacher, she's now being uh, the one, you know, really um, giving that instruction and being confident enough to give instruction and give her, and you know, talk about her experience and lend her opinion. So it's it's really nice to see. Like she just, I, you know, you see someone growing in front of your eyes, which is there's nothing like it. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's so great. She learned from you. She started at the beginning. And now I'm, I'm learning from her, which is great. You know, it's all about, uh, she was giving me tips. I'm like, I said, that's like, I said, do you want to teach a, do you want to teach a session? And she, I might tap on her to, to, um, to lead a session. So it's all about your, you know, your fostering leaders. Yeah. And that's the greatest way to go. Right. Um, Personally, I come from a fashion styling background, but I never have worked with someone who's blind. Um, what advice would you give me if I were to work with someone who is blind or someone who is coming from a fashion background? So again, really understanding how to approach a person with sight loss. So again, with CNIB, we have, you can go on the website to get pointers on, you know, again, for example, sighted guide, how to guide someone with sight loss, because depending if you're a stylist and you're on site and they're approaching you in the store, 
knowing sight guide is important, knowing how to communicate. Because again, your our world is description. So being as descript, descriptive and transparent as possible, um, ask an opinion. If they're with someone, uh, you know, let's say they, they come with a, a friend or if they have a, a personal support worker, make sure you're addressing them, not their call, not their personal support worker or their friend. Because again, even though I can't see you, I'm still there. We're using you. Know, we're using our body language and or others, other faculties to get our point across. So again, be as communicative, transparent, just like how you're talking to me right now. We're having conversation. Uh, have that conversation with the person, understand what their needs are. And if you don't know, if you're not comfortable or I shouldn't say not comfortable, if you're not sure on how to interact, ask a question like, do you mind if I, especially with fashion, it can be very tactile and depending if you're styling, is it okay if I take your arm to lead you here? Or is it okay if I, if I take your hand so you can feel the fabric or again, be descriptive. Okay. I have a jacket, you know, the blazer, uh, you know, it's a double-breasted brazier. That means there's buttons on each side of the breast going down. Um, it's a it's a square cut. So description, even with the fabric, just be, you know, let them explore. Again, let them be as tactile as possible because that's our world. For me personally, I'm always, I'm touching. I'm like a child. I touch everything. <laughs> but again, have, have that openness. And I, I can't express enough if you're not sure don't be afraid to ask, but that's how you learn. And even with technology, you can even ask, you know, do you have certain, do you have specific technology that you need to use? Because again, a lot of us use our iPhones for technology, like, you know, different apps that can help with description. So, you know, you can also ask, you know, if you have an app, feel free to use it, or I'm here to, I'm here to take you through the, you know, the, the styling journey and I'll be descriptive, descriptive as possible. And, Having everything organized and ready to go, let's say if it's a more of an intimate setting, that that would be helpful too. But I guess as a stylist, I'm sure that's what you do anyway. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, what's been your favorite part of the program, the Fashion Forward program, and where do you see it leading, like in the next couple of years? Um, oh, my favorite part. Oh, Lord. That is, I think I love the makeup because that was, again, you're always learning. So it was nice to have a subject matter expert take us through uh, techniques. And it's always good to brush up on, you know, brush up on your own techniques. Because I mean, I wear makeup, you know, I'm a makeup lover myself. So it's always nice to because again, a lot of it is practice, even with your hand placement and, and doing and, and creating your makeup look, and especially with sight loss, it's it's constant practice. So it, that was, love the makeup session, love having the discussions with my participants on if we're talking about tra- uh, fashion trends, um, which is great. Uh, we even had an opportunity, one of the highlights, which I was really happy with in uh, 2018 for our, uh, we had our CNIB Centennial gala celebrating 100 years um we actually had the opportunity to present a fashion show so myself and a stylist at the time uh, she was a buyer excuse me she was a buyer at the sporting life at the time um 
we actually collaborated and created looks for them. And I was able to teach them how to walk on a runway. Like just, you know, again, using your cane, we had uh, participants with guide dogs. So learning how to be stylish and using your disability or should say showing how you can be stylish with your disability and confident and empowering. So that was amazing to see um, our participants doing that and just being their authentic, authentic self. So that was a really big highlight, huge yeah. highlight for me. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it was a lot of work, but it was, it was great. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Where do you see the program leading? like in the future? So with the program, um, I really would like to see more um, because I have great volunteers who help create and facilitate. So having really reaching out to different guest speakers from the fashion community, uh, which we've had opportunities beforehand to do so. But I would like to continue on that vein where, again, bringing back, we've had a lot of uh, demand for um, makeup again so bringing back makeup artists to again we can review because again it's all about that practice you know uh you know repetition and practice makes perfect uh reviewing and really um expanding on makeup um and also to when it comes to the fashion styling i would i would love to have an actual um styling session where they can we can help them create their own look so again bring in how to sew or, you know, beading and just more hands-on creativity when it comes to fashion and design, bringing that aspect. Uh, so they have a, the opportunity to create their own looks. So that would, and again, learning how to do so by using, um, you know, assistive, either with, whether it be using assistive technology or other types of equipment that'll help you, um, again, gain an independence. So you can, you're able to, again, create your own looks with outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's really important. Are you flexible in the age range for who can participate in the program or? So the age range I cater to for youth is 15 uh, 15 to 29. Uh, That being said, if I have someone who's I've had, participants in their 60s, uh, you know, 40s um, that wanted to attend and all are welcome, even though, yes, it's catered to youth, but fashion is, it transcends to any age. So I welcome all ages. Oh, that's great. That's really good. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about um, closet coordination and how a person who is blind, they might choose their clothing and then organize it in the closet that would be beneficial for them yeah so I have uh, we have done some sessions on closet organizing and again this is something too uh, if you have an independent living skills uh, specialist they can really give you some great tips so one thing um, I have said so depending great to organize your clothing per item so how I've organized I have shirts Um, shirts and blazers all together so you know that all your tops are together Um, depending on how much sight you have I coordinate by color so it's easy to see so all of my white garments are at the front 
going from light to dark. So it's easy to just grab uh, any prints. I'd put, again, I'd put them from light to, you know, as you're coming towards the dark, I'll put my prints in between the light and the dark. So it, you have that contrast. Um, suits, um, especially if you have an interview, um, it's great if you were, if you can coordinate your outfit the night before. So then if you have your suit jacket and pant for men or for sort of women, your blouse, hang them all together. Uh, another tip that you can do um, for coordinating, because again, you have your shirts by color. That's how I do it because I have some vision. But again, you can put your shirts by short sleeve, long sleeve blazers. Uh, you have your pants in one section, skirts and dresses in another. So you can have maybe if you have a closet that has partitions, that's another that's another great way of organizing. So you have, you know, your pants at the top, shirts at the bottom, uh, a section for dresses and skirts. So you know by feel, great, you know what's there. And also if you see, if you have some color perception, you know by color, okay, I have my my you know my wide leg white white pants. They're at the front which is up to your left, so going from left to right, and then further to the back, which is to your right, I have my dark wool pants. Um, what you can do to identify, um, you can use a pin. So if you have a bead, so maybe you have a pin with two beads, that's for darks. So you know, okay, this is my, this is my dark black top, two beads, and uh, two beads with a you know, pin with one bead, that's your white top. So having beads to identify and also using braille. Uh, you can do braille labeling. So again, for those who read bla sorry, braille, uh, you can, there, there's a lot of tools that you can use to um, create labels. So that's another thing. So I'm not a braille user. So I, again, I go by color and I, I use a pin to identify certain uh, items in my closet, but using braille that's awesome if you if you if you have that um just thinking of other tips again to um always organizing the night before because especially if, if you're going for that interview because that's what i did for uh, advice for um preparing for interviews or for your career wardrobe but even for work organizing the night before having everything laid out another great tip is um if you're not the greatest at ironing um I, I'm okay, but um, another person suggested that even my independent living skills specialist mentioned um, or suggested buying a steamer. So a handheld steamer can make life a lot easier. So you can steam your shirts, steam your pants, everything's done, everything, especially the night before, you don't, no muss, no fuss, you don't have to worry. Um, and also too, um, another tip for closet organizing, knowing when to, um, making sure that things are clean. Um, if you can launder your garments um, for dry cleaning, so everything's, it's done, it's ready, it's pressed, it's clean, that's great. Um, rule of thumb with anything light, wear it twice, regardless, put in the laundry because that's the quickest item to, to, to stain or, you know, you don't want to, you want to make sure there aren't any stains, any accidents, because that can happen. Women with your makeup, around the collar that can have, you know, that can be, um, these are instances that can happen. So you don't want any, any mishaps, especially when you're dressing for work, if you have a presentation or for interviews. So those are some tips. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are great tips. Um, what is what are some of the upcoming themes for the, the next fashion forward programs? So um, what we were, we're still in the planning stages. So uh, based on some of the um, requests from participants, we're going to bring back, uh, we're going to bring back the makeup sessions because I haven't, um, those haven't been done, I think it's a year ago since we've done those, those sessions. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to do dressing for uh, diversity in fashion again, because they really enjoyed that. So we, that's another repeat um, for, a repeat uh, program. And again, I would really, again, I would like to tap into some designers to talk about, you know, let's, let's, let's tap into, you know, any Canadian designers or, you know, up and coming, like people who are even tap into um, the Ryerson students who are coming up with fashion and let's talk, let's let, let's have them talk about fashion and design and, and bringing new and innovative fashions for persons with sight loss. I mean, we also had someone, um, uh, her name is Alexa Jov Jovanovich. Sorry if I'm butchering your name. Uh, she came by, she's doing Braille and fashion. So having her come back and speak to new participants about what she's doing, because that's what she's doing is really at the forefront. It's, adv it's advocating and creating that awareness that Real, yes, it's a use, It's a usable uh, tool for pe for people. Again, that's our literacy. But again, how do you make that fashionable and exciting for for persons with sight loss, and even for those uh, with sight? It's also creating that awareness. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um. So last question, I just want to ask you, um, where can people go? Like, is there a link or anything? Where, where can they go to find out more about your program? So you can go to cnib.ca where you can go to our programs. Um, if you want to reach out to me directly, my email is kia, K-E-Y-A dot Osborne, O-S-B-O-R-N-E at cnib.ca. Okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. You've been so informative and really inspirational to come up with a lot of, uh, of good ideas with this. So thank you for having, for being on the show so much. It was good speaking with you. Well, thanks for having me. It was great. This podcast has been produced by the Student of Accessible Media Program in partnership with the Spilly Channel and Mohawk College.